the Bitterfly Podcast. Knowledge is food, bitches. Eat up. Hello, Bitterfly babies, and welcome to the podcast. Um, this week, it's just me, just um, kind of weird. I always have a guest with me, um, but I need to talk about something like pretty fucking traumatic that happened to me, myself and I, a friend, my beautiful dog, Luna, and I don't really know where to begin. I typically do things out of order in my life, um, which is why you have not heard an intro episode yet for me explaining who I am, what the fuck this is for, and why you should even listen to me. So it's kind of odd that the first thing I'm going to be talking about is getting assaulted by pepper spray a few weeks ago, but I think it needs to be talked about. Um, so yeah, where do I even begin? We were doing something wholesome on a beautiful Friday. We were <laughs> going to drop shit off the of Goodwill. Um, in Ballard. And if you've seen the Cairo episode on Cairo News or read anything I've been tweeting about, um, then you might already know this. But my friend, my dog, and I were in the car, windows down, beautiful day. For some reason, I was like, you know, I'm not going to wear a shirt today. Sports bra will be enough, which I never do. But as it goes, we're chilling, we're stopped. I guess first, I will admit that. The Goodwill line is a public nuisance. For sure it is. Uh, It's really long. They're only doing drop-offs right now from cars, so you can't just, like, walk up and get rid of your stuff. So the line, like, does take over the road. Okay, sure. But we were pulled off on a cross street trying to stay out of the way, and basically I was just sitting there with my hazards on. And this really aggressive vehicle, like, pulled up super tight behind us, honked at us, like zoomed around us super fast, flipped us off, these two white guys, and we were kind of like, hmm, that was aggressive, but whatever. We're listening to some good jams, petting Luna, excited to get rid of all this crap that I had just like sitting in my house. And so we're sitting there and literally a minute later, the same aggressive car comes back around the corner going the same direction and they slow down this time and they got so close to my car in the same way that like two friends will pull up next to each other and roll down their windows and say like, hey, what's up, man? You could almost like spit on the cars how close you are. Um, so they did that, yelled, hey, all three of us look over and suddenly I'm fucking blinded. I am literally like I'm like, Melissa, I can't see. I can't breathe. What the fuck is that? And it just smelled like peppers. And I was like, is that bear mace? And she goes, no, it's pepper spray. And I was like, oh my God, it's burning my eyeballs. It's in my ear. It's burning my neck because I'm not wearing a shirt because I was an unprepared idiot. I just didn't think I was going to get pepper sprayed today. Noticed my dog was scratching her eye. Poor little Luna, like, couldn't see. It was very fucking dramatic. And thank God we were near home because we were able to quick jump out, switch seats. And my dear fucking friend drove me home, thank God. I fell into her bathtub. The curtain rod fell down and hit me. Like, I didn't even notice because I was in so much pain. I just needed to get my body under some cold water. The water wasn't cold enough. It was just so dramatic. And... I'm talking about this as a form of talk therapy to you guys because, one, if this is happening, like, someone 
please let me know. Like, this is literally unfathomable. <laughs> um, as it happened, I literally thought to myself, like, I could not have made this situation up. Like, if I was going to, like, write a story about someone getting assaulted via road rage, I, I just wouldn't have even come up with this. I do not understand how a human being could think this was okay. And Melissa and I have talked about this since, and we both agreed that if we had had a similar situation where we were like, fuck this car, they're pissing us off. If either one of us had said, hey, let's go back around the corner and pepper spray them, I like to think that literally all of my friends would have said, you're a crazy bitch and I'm not taking you back around the corner. That's a terrible thing to do. You're going to regret it. Da da da. Like, just don't even try. But yeah, so. What did we do next? Once I got like right enough to take my dog to the emergency vet, which was really scary because you have to imagine I am <laughs> dumping cold milk into my eyeballs and I'm crying and my nose is running and I'm having a hard time breathing. And because I wasn't wearing a shirt, there's pepper spray like in my armpit, behind my ears, in my hair, burning down my neck. Really, the only thing it says online to do is scrub yourself with dish soap. Um, so I was like doing that and then like switching over to dumping milk and switching back to dish soap. And like shout out fucking Nick Holden for living below Melissa and bringing us freaking cold milk because Melissa's dairy free. So she didn't have any milk. Um, and it was the only thing that helped <laughs> this burning sensation. And fucking God bless Melissa, because when I was like crying in the bathtub with all my clothes on, just dumping liquid on myself she was pouring milk on luna and making sure that was fine and running around like a chicken with her head off calling like 911 who really had no suggestions besides sending out a paramedic situation um she was calling an emergency vet who was like oh that's weird we've never heard of that before and like uh so dramatic so um luna's fine thank god we took her to the emergency vet they washed her eyes out with saline they asked me when I dropped her off, um, are you okay? Do you need to go to the hospital? And I was like, fuck no. And then I shared every other millennial's typical healthcare story. I don't have health insurance. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm going to have to solve this on my own. Went and bought eye wash. And I think it was like 24 hours before like one of my eyes returned to normal. It was very traumatic. And I'm sitting in the tub dumping all this stuff on myself, wondering like, what the fuck did I do to deserve this? Um, feeling helpless. Like, I need to get right so that I can take my dog to the vet. Like, she has no fucking idea what's going on. I can't really explain this to her. Um, wondering if every minute that goes by, if she's, like, going to have, like, you know, permanent repercussions from this. Like, is she going blind for every minute that I'm not taking her to the vet? Like, what do I do? I don't want to make it worse. Um so it was a really helpless feeling. And it it honestly put me in shock. Like, I was just, I think the first day this happened, trying to get physically right. I think the second day after it happened, I was kind of laughing about it. Like, it, it's so absurd. It's it's like kind of funny. It's It's like not funny, but it's like almost funny. And I think the third day after talking to one of my friends who's an attorney about like the legal situation that this is I think kind of validated for me like how traumatic this experience actually was 
like how big of a crime this actually is. Um, for those of you that don't know, this is like technically a second degree assault. Um, and with Luna being in the car makes it like an animal cruelty situation. It is a very fucking serious matter. And in the days after this happened, I went door to door, literally at every house on the street. We posted about it on Facebook. We posted about it on Reddit. Somebody shared it from a Facebook page to another Facebook page, and Cairo News got a hold of the story and asked to interview us. And someone who saw the Facebook post also happened to work at the only business on the street where this happened. We were able to pull some security footage. We now know the make and model of the car. Um, Melissa and I both have varying degrees of memory of the two people in the car. She saw for a second longer than I did before getting pepper sprayed that it was two white men. I happen to think that the two people in the car, the person in the passenger seat seemed very short. We know they shot pepper spray out of a squirt gun, which is incredibly malicious. Um, But after further research, we also found out that Amazon just fucking sells pepper spray and squirt guns. So a device that's typically used defensively is now being used offensively to hurt people. I mean, basically the only good thing that came out of this entire terrible experience is we got a write-up in Cairo News. You know, I just decided to make a lemonade, like, out of these shitty-ass lemons. I had them plug Bitterfly. I had them at me. You could call it shameless. You could call it <laughs> finding the silver lining. Whatever. Um, so I needed to talk about this experience um, more in depth because they interviewed us for probably about 20 minutes and they cut it down to a three-minute story. And they decided to leave out the bit about, you know, the two men that we think it was. They left out the fact that you can buy squirt guns on Amazon. Um, maybe they did those things to as to not encourage other people to go out and buy fucking weapons of terror. Um, I don't know, but I think it's important to mention and talk about Um, we even got talked about on the Cairo radio podcast where they completely forgot to mention the fact that Luna, my amazing dog, the sweetest creature in the entire world, got fucking pepper sprayed, um, which was just such a bummer. Um, I think that is maybe one of the most important details of the story, like, how could you hurt a sweet, adorable little fur creature? I just, yeah, I, I do not understand who would do something like this. Um, ultimately, like the crime just did not fit the punishment here at all. Um, it was crazy. It was absurd. And oh, my God, ask me one more fucking time if I called the cops. I I was, like, literally astounded by how many fucking people asked me if I called the cops. Like, have you guys been paying attention to the protests? Have you been paying attention to this, like, 
whole wave in experiences with cops. Like, what happened to ACAB? What's going on, 90s babies? Because last I checked, we don't trust the cops. And every single person that reached out to me about this, while I appreciate your sympathy and your concern for me, um, I feel like there's this ideology we've been indoctrinated into, which is like, if a problem is too big for you, the cops will help. Um, and I got to tell you, one of the first things we did was call the cops and they said, oh, that's strange. What did you do to provoke them? As if like there was something like that we could have done to prevent the situation um, and just offer to send someone to come take our statement. They have not assigned a detective to this case. They have not utilized street cams because apparently there is a lawsuit situation there. I'm basically on my fucking own for figuring out who the hell did this and keeping them from doing it again. So I'm still looking for this fucking particular car. I'm still looking for the people in the car. I'm still looking for a green squirt gun. If anyone's seen one. Um, And besides that, until that happens, I'm just kind of sitting with my anger and my helplessness. And it's a really odd feeling to have such strong visceral reaction to something that's happened to you and not having anywhere specifically to send it or direct it 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 feels like it's eating me away inside out one of the things I've realized in going through this experience is that that shit can happen anywhere um this is not the first time I have been assaulted by random people that I um don't know where to send my anger to. This was actually the second time um, something like this has happened to me. A few years ago, I was randomly punched in the face um, by a very drunk group of men behind me in line to get into a club. And I was with a bunch of friends. We were standing in this like weird parking lot entrance in Capitol Hill, and this fight erupts behind us. And All of a sudden, this dude who went to go punch his friend, his friend must have ducked, and he hit me in the face, and he hit my other friend. And, you know, we were drunk too, so before we even realized what happened and looked around, like, suddenly that that group of people was gone. You know, it's just a really weird feeling, I gotta say. Um, I always thought the first time I got punched in the face, I would have at least gotten a word in edgewise or at least had an equal opportunity to fucking punch this person back. Um, but no, I kind of felt like uh, my getting punched in the face virginity was just kind of taken from me. And I also never thought I would be pepper sprayed in the face. Or if I did, I thought I would have deserved it in some way. And um, like I said, at least gotten a word in edgewise, said something sassy, you know, also had pepper spray of my own, like a, like a more of a jousting situation. But um, that was not the case. My poor motherfucking face has taken a lot of abuse from the city of Seattle. That's all I'll say. So, yeah, I mean, I guess time is on my side. I guess vengeance is on my side. And um, I just haven't felt as funny lately. I haven't felt like the usual pronoia that I carry around 
like this idea that the universe is actually out, out to help me um, has been put on a little bit of a pause. And I have so many wonderful podcast ideas to give this fucking beautiful baby I made called Bitterfly. Um, I want to encourage you guys to grow. I want to teach you guys something. I want to spark you know, perhaps taboo or unusual conversations with you among people that you know. But I have just been feeling like, you know, pepper sprayed in the face really puts a damper, I think, on things. And so we're still going to make this happen. There's still going to be exciting episodes coming. Um, But yeah, just so you know, I'm going through a little bit of something personal. I have a really exciting episode coming up soon, but it needs to be funny. It needs to be lighthearted. It needs to be done in a way that is like whimsical and interesting. And I just have not been feeling that way at all. So just reaching out to you guys. I love you. Thanks for listening to my podcast. It's been going amazing so far. Like the feedback that I've gotten from you and the questions and the topic ideas are amazing. I would not be where I am without you guys listening to my shit. So thank you. And we'll be back soon with more Bitterfly. All right. Love you, beautiful people. Have a good one.